Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Hi, everybody. Good morning. On Good. this Saturday morning. Yes, such the But we're is. taping on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's supposed to snow. We'll know by Saturday. We'll know while you're, when you listen what the weather's been like. But yeah. I, I think it's much to do about nothing. That's what I'm predicting. Doesn't How about it that? Always, yeah, it but always sometimes I just this? feel like there's been so many changes in it that, you know, but because of it, I had to cancel my um, breakfast, my leg, uh, annual legislative breakfast for the Commission for Women oh. because people were calling saying they weren't coming and tables oh. were not coming. And so, whatever. We did what we did. And, um, but let's hope it doesn't amount to anything. Although skiers, I guess, are happy. Yeah, that's what I understand. But mm-hmm. um, neither you or I are skiers. Nor will I ever be. Really? Oh, God, I can't stand. I told you I went once. Once. I got twice. I got once, and I fell on, I slid right under a school bus. That's right. No, never again. (laughs) And nor do I have any interest in being cold or going down mountains uh, so fast that I couldn't stop. No, 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 no. Good for you if you do it. Just not my bag. That's what I say. I think Uh it's wonderful if you learn it when you're a child because you're that much closer to the ground when you fall. Yes. So if you can learn then and love it, that's wonderful. But I just, um, I tried it several times and I just felt so uncomfortable with those big clunky things on my feet that I I hated it. No, I, just, I, I can't yeah. do it. Uh, so no. I look at all these people who go on these wonderful vacations and they ski for hours and hours and it's love it. It's wonderful to do it. It's just, I don't uh, have, like, I couldn't do it, so... As I said, more power to you if you can, but no, I like to ice skate. I just don't like to ski. Well, yeah, (coughs) that was fun. Do you remember doing that at Lake Lincoln? I love, no, I don't remember that, but I love, I love ice skating, love it. Roller skating, that kind of stuff. I like my feet sort of close to the ground. Closer, well, like at least in both shoes, at least in skates, they're in shoes. They're not like those big Skis like in yes. front and back. No, yeah. don't. Well, but anyway. Okay. Um, we talked many times about. Well, well before I get into that, uh, do we have any shout-outs we want to do this week? Well, I'm going to give my cousin James Michael Cadden, my yes. uncle Mike's son. He turned <clears throat> sixty on November fourteenth. So. Okay. Big hello and and happy birthday to Jimmy. 
Okay. Big 6 L. Lots of people I know with birthdays in November. Um, most importantly, my sister, whose birthday is on uh, Veterans Day. So, um, how about Patrick, the veteran? <clears throat> he said to my sister when we spoke to her on Sunday, which was the 11th, um, he said, how come you... <laughs> How come you were born on Veterans Day? <laughs> like she would have an answer to that. Uh -huh. And she just started to laugh, and he just—he didn't really think that was so funny. Well, what did he I, mean? Well, if she's not a he, veteran, like what no, does that mean? I think what he was trying to say was how uh, convenient was it that you you were born on a holiday, and how oh. did you arrange it to oh, do something okay. like that? And of course, that there is no answer to it, and but that's not how it came out. No. But that's okay. We understood kind of what he meant. Uh -huh. um, but she had a lovely birthday. She went out uh, with her whole family for a, a wonderful dinner somewhere in um, Mount Airy in Philadelphia. I haven't talked to her since she has been there, but um, I guess everything went really, really, really well. So uh, we will all be together next week for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And uh, looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. So we hope the weather next week is much better than it is this week. And we had our, our six, um, six, um, six, what do you say? What would we say? Six, some. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, little get together pre holiday on Tuesday night. So we went to Jumbo Seafood in Clark Summit, which, by the way, is really, really, really good. Mm -hmm. It's so clean in there and so everything they sushi and how did you like your hibachi i loved it yeah and that i don't really usually good. like hibachi because <clears throat> usually it's got so much salt and soy sauce right in it and i can't taste anything else right this was really really uh -huh. good yeah. really good yeah it's great so we were with um you and patrick and meyer and yours truly and sunita and sabash aurora mm -hmm. and we had fun didn't we, we talked a, a lot about a lot of different things and it seemed um to go swimmingly it did it was nice yes very nice uh-huh so uh, so and that was your birthday dinner Oh, which was two right. months we weren't able to get there as a group for two yeah. months so that's okay it was almost two months to the day but that's yep. okay it's still good uh -huh. and it's i appreciated good. um the fact that she really wanted to do that it was important uh, to her and well and you're part of the you. era family too I guess your I office am. is over there in their <laughs> off in their building yes. so we're all sort of connected now in that way yes we are and mm -hmm. but we always sunita's always been part of hanging out with us yes, on a has. couple months, a couple times a, a year yeah. uh, dinner engagement. So it's always been good. So this time we brought all the boys and I think they had a good time. Patrick kept saying to me <clears throat> all night long when we got home and the next day, I really like that Subash. I know. He's a really nice guy. He's very funny. I said, yeah. Did he, he stitch, did he call him the right name? Because yes, you know how he, he did. makes, okay. He did. <laughs> What does he, he mean, call Nisha and, Sin and Sunita? Sunisha. Sunisha. That's Sunisha. It. He, he, has he the most puts both of them. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, oh, well. um, we have the, uh, when you're listening to this, we will be that night having the Broadway Theater Gala, mm -hmm. honoring our dear friends, Josh Mast and Paul Blackledge. So, we'll let you know how that went next week. But, <clears throat> looking forward to that at the Scranton Cultural Center. It's always a fun night. 
And you are um, doing the red carpet thing? Yeah, we do a little um, interviewing of guests. I interview them. Mm -hmm. And then Mark McGlory from ECTV will put it back up on the screen and let everybody, the honorees, hear what everybody has said about them, which is really nice. So it's a nice little tribute um, sort of on the fly and it's nice so yeah it'll be a good time Paul LaBelle and the exact change will be playing mm -hmm. and the food is being prepared by the honorees restaurant Posh mm -hmm. and uh, they're doing the decorating and it's going to be a great night Bernie Ross and Marlene Salmon have chaired the event and uh, looking forward to it so we'll see is this a, uh, a fundraiser for yes, Broadway Theater? yes it is Yes. Okay. And it is sponsored by Fidelity Bank. Okay. And um, the award that's given is called the Sam and Jane Cali Star Award. Nice. Award. So that's yeah. what's happening this weekend. <clears throat> and my son, Sean, will be home for a week on Sunday. Yes. Celebrating Thanksgiving. And I can't wait for that because he'll be home a whole week. So I have decided to take next week myself. Even though I still have a couple things I have to do, I'm taking a few days. Good for you. Yes. Well what are deserved. you going to do? Are you going to do something? No, but I mean, I, are you going to do anything with them? Well, with I him? mean, whatever Sean wants to do is my yes. point. Okay. I do have a couple commitments like this commitment. Yeah. And I do have a board meeting on Wednesday night. But other than that, that's that's it. And then, of course, Thursday and Friday and the whole weekend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, and I was talking to son number one last night. Uh, trying to plan Christmas dinner and what he wants to do. And he's always so grandiose in his approach to cooking and food that it makes me, I break out in hives just listening to him. <laughs> but he does all the cooking, he right? Well, he, he, he would, and he did last year. Um, other than the turkey, he did not do that. Oh, no, that was Christmas. We don't have a turkey. Yes, we do. My mother, I think last year my mom made a small, like a breast, a turkey breast. But yes. we do a filet. And this year we were thinking of Italian-ing it up. Oh. And doing... What would that look all, like? Well, Lots he's saying like a porchetta. Yeah. And I said, what about a brujol? And then he said, yeah, maybe we could do that. And maybe some chicken piccata. And then doing some of... He said, I can make a big... I can make sauce and we could have like gnocchi and spaghetti or something and a big salad and a charcuterie. How do you say? Charcuterie. Bar, like, yes. Board for yes. appetizers uh -huh. and kind of make it more very Mediterranean, sort of Italian in a way. I don't know. That's what I would like. Yes. Um, and he kind of agreed, but we are, I'd rather the brujol. He was talking about porchetta. I'm not a big fan. Oh. But, and then he said, Mom, I can use the you know, gluten-free breadcrumbs for the brujol. And so we'll see. So we're talking things, the wheels are spinning. So and when vegetables and this was on Christmas Day? Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah. So do you Christmas do Eve, he goes to his grandparents' house. Okay. The Foley's have Christmas Eve. They always have. Okay. So he and Sean will go there. Mm -hmm. And I usually, the last couple of years, go to Deb Peterson's. Oh, okay. My sister always has something as well. I don't know what we're doing yet. Everything's sort of, as you can imagine, yeah. up in the air. Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. anyway, I can't, I, it, it, it even just, I can't even imagine. It's so, it seems like you, you had all this time and everything is here already. And well, Thanksgiving's a little bit early too. So that's the. Yes. 
thing, yeah, which I like, though, because then you have a little more time in between for Christmas. Well, so. we do, but the rest of the world is still pushing it down our throats. Yeah, but I don't mean, I don't care about uh, that. I just like to have the, I mean, just for me to be prepared, that's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, that's good. And you? Well, we do the usual thing. We're going to go to Philadelphia, and I'm trying to remember, as you said this, did my sister say that I think we're going to have our big meal on Christmas Eve because um, there's a lot of running back and forth on Christmas Day between families and um, residences to try to get it all in. So uh, generally speaking, we do the big meal on Christmas Eve and then have leftovers all day on Christmas Day after we open the gifts and everybody goes off to do their thing. Yeah. And so my sister reminded me that um, she gave me a gift certificate for a massage at a spa in uh, Chestnut Hill in Philadelphia for my birthday. So she said, why don't you call them and see if you can go and have a massage on Friday and stay here. Um, not, I'm sorry, not Friday. She's, I'm backing myself up for Thanksgiving. She said, why don't you see if you could come down here and then go do that on Friday and then go home. I said, well, that sounds like a nice idea. Uh-huh. I have to remember to do that. Cool. So um, Christmas at this point, um, I well, Thanksgiving, I know that my stepson and his wife uh, will be visiting with her family in Albany, New York. So they're not, we're not going to see them. But then we have a baby shower scheduled for December 9th. Mm-hmm. So we will see them all there. And I don't know what the plans are for Christmas as far as yeah, whether or not concerned. we'll see them. They may, I don't think they'll be flying to Georgia to see his mother because she will be at that point seven and a half or eight months pregnant. Not his mother. Not his, his mother, wife. his, his <laughs> wife. And so um, they I won't. think that the chances are good that we may see them over that holiday. Well, good. And by the way, That's real it. quick, too, yeah. God Box was great last week. Oh, it was fabulous. Mary Lou did a bang-up job. Yes. Um, she did it. Again, we say um, benefiting Hospice of the Sacred Heart. It was a great packed house. We had a wonderful event. And thank you to everybody who came and participated. It was really terrific. And she is unbelievable. So we were very happy about that. Yes, so it was great. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to The Laurie and Lynn Show. And we will be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. 
Do you have a support, custody, or divorce case in Northeastern Pennsylvania? Call Barbara J. O'Hara, an attorney with 31 years of experience in divorce, custody, and support cases. You need an attorney who is experienced in family law cases, not a general practitioner. Call Barbara J. O'Hara at 570-344-7171. This may be your first divorce, but it shouldn't be your attorney's. You need experience on your side. Call Barbara J. O'Hara at 570-344-7171. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. At Fidelity Bank, we're here whenever and wherever you need us. As your financial partner, our goal is to provide you trusted advice and outstanding service, whether you're in line at our branches or online with your smartphone, mobile device, or computer. With convenient banking tools like our Fidelity mobile app, you can put the bank right in your pocket for safe, secure, 24-7 access anytime or anywhere. Call today, 1-800-388-4380. Visit us online or stop by your local branch to Go Mobile with Fidelity Anytime Banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Here's Lori and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the Managing Director of Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm designed specifically for the uh, financial needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm cutting out a little bit early today. Okay. So Lynn will be closing it up talking to Dr. Barb Plucknett. Yep. Um, anyway, so what else? What do you have over there? I got a couple um, AARP bulletin. Those Is that what that is? Let's see if it's the front. Yes, that's the one I got. Yes. I didn't read it yet, but... Well, there's a lot of good stuff in here, but I think one of the things that they're dwelling on right now, because AARP has a tremendous lobby set up for trying to get Social Security straightened out so that we won't have to take haircuts and lose benefits and all that kind of stuff. So they came out with these things uh, that they say you want to know about Social Security. Um, I'm not so sure that I... I'm, I'm sure this was well-researched before it got here, but I just don't understand some of these. Um, the first one is that 12 top things you should know is Social Security is not going bankrupt. At the moment, you could say the opposite. The Social Security trust funds are near an all-time high. The program really is in good shape right now. We know it's a long-term financial challenge, and here's why. For decades, Social Security collected more money than it paid out in benefits. The surplus money collected from payroll taxes each year got invested in Treasury securities. Today, the trust fund reserves are worth about $2.89 trillion. But as the birth rate has fallen and more boomers retire, the ratio of workers to Social Security recipients is changing. This year is a tipping point. 
This year, why? This year. says the program will need to dip into its reserves to pay full benefits from this point forward, absent any change to the program. It's now forecast that the trust fund reserves could be exhausted in 2034. Then they say even if that happens, Social Security won't be bankrupt. The program will continue to pay benefits, but at a rate of 79% of what recipients expected to receive. But if the goal is to keep benefits at their current levels, the sooner funding issues are addressed, the better. The reason is simple. The earlier you make needed adjustments, the less dramatic they need to be. So I don't understand how that's a good thing. Two, Congress probably will not take up Social Security reform anytime soon. Several members of Congress have proposed legislation to address the program's long-term funding issues. But given the deep political divide on Capitol Hill, it's unlikely Congress will make any effort to reform Social Security until there's a possibility of bipartisan support. Because Social Security is so important, we need to be really thoughtful and deliberate about how to make change. Number three. Some ideas to reform funding are starting to take shape. One proposal is to either raise or eliminate the wage cap on how much income is subject to the Social Security payroll tax. In 2019, that cap will be 132900 which means that any amount a worker earns beyond that is not taxed. I'm not sure I understand why that cap was ever put on there, but there are plenty of people I know that reach that cap, and then after that, they get a a raise, in essence, because there's no more money taken out of their checks. What is the cap that you can make on Social Security? $132,000. No, not not on Social Security. In in income? In income is $132,900, and that keeps getting raised for... So what is the average, what is someone who makes the level, what do they make a a month on Social Security? Well, it depends on when they reach that point. If it's 132,000 spread out across the year, that's roughly about, what is it, $1,200, $12,000 a month? And Social Security? No, $12,000 of earnings. Yeah. Then anything over that, you end up paying nothing into the social security system. Yeah, but I'm just wondering how much is the most someone might get per per month as a social security as a beneficiary as a, of, as a oh. recipient yeah. of depend- I think it's about 2700. Yeah. It's somewhere close to that. Okay. It's not a whole lot, but and again, that's because the cap is on there. So the other thing I've always marveled at because I can't quite understand why this is. You have to take Social Security. You're required to take Social Security. So people who are multimillionaires, I don't know why they have to take Social Security. Why doesn't somebody just give them some kind of a a tax credit and say, leave the money in there? That makes Why sense. Does, well, maybe you should can, maybe you should call your local uh maybe I should, but I'm whomever. I think the point is that as as they just said in the article, because there's such a strong um uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word. The word is polarization within Congress. 
that if it if it's a Republican issue, the Democrats won't vote for it. If it's a Democrat issue, the Republicans won't vote for it. So until we get some kind of bipartisanship involved here, it almost makes no difference what you throw out there because it's going to die. Nobody will pick it up and work with it. It's just a gridlock. There's uh-huh. just nothing to say about it. But anyway, okay, so if we lift the cap on the Social Security, it means that higher income people are still going to be paying into it, and that's going to certainly help. Number four, lawmakers do not raid the trust fund. Another common myth about Social Security is the belief that Congress or the president use trust fund assets to pay for other federal expenses, such as education, defense, or economic programs. That's not accurate. The money remaining after the Social Security Administration has paid benefits and other expenses is invested directly into U.S. securities, U.S. Treasury securities, and that's where it sits. Okay. Many, number five, many believe it can be run better. As you would expect, the Social Security Administration is a big operation with more than 60,000 employees and 1,200 field offices nationwide. How with many the, employees? 60,000. Okay. With the rapid increase in the number of retirees, the agency has struggled to keep up. There aren't enough resources to take care of all the people now. And another 10,000 people turn 65 every day. That's a big number. Recent audit shows that average wait times in field offices increased 32% between fiscal years 2010 and 2017. During that same period, the number of visitors who had to wait over an hour to be seen nearly doubled. Number six, your Social Security benefits can be taxed. Here's the number. Single filers who combined, whose combined annual income exceeds $34,000 might pay income tax on up to 85% of their Social Security benefits. Couples filing jointly may pay tax on up to 85% of their benefits if their combined income tops $44,000. Social Security benefits depending on differing variables. Uh, 13 states do tax it. That's the point. Uh, Pennsylvania is not one of them. Social Security, number seven, is not meant to be a retiree's sole source of income. Well, that's a joke. <laughs> well, didn't because it used to be? Yes, it did. <laughs> and but don't po- people still use that? Yeah, they do. And yeah. there are a lot of people I know who completely subsist on whatever their Social yes. Security check is. Plenty. And then after they take out your Medicare premium right. premiums. Right. Yeah, very little money to work uh-huh. with. But, you know, that again, when they set this thing up, they never intended it to be the sole support, but it kind of evolved into that. Um, and 50% of them say that their families depend on Social Security for at least half of their income. Number eight, the purchasing power of Social Security is diminishing. Every year, the Social Security issues a cost of living adjustment, which is an annual adjustment that beneficiaries receive to help their monthly checks keep up with inflation. Joke. Uh-huh. A big joke. <laughs> Number nine, you can work and get Social Security. But yes. beware, this is what we were talking about before. The agency will withhold some of your benefit if you're younger than the full retirement age 
and your earned wages exceed a certain limit. In 2019, those earnings will be $17,640. That you can earn before 66 if you're taking Social right. Security. You can, so you get 100% of your Social Security benefits if you're getting them at the right. moment. And you can earn $17,640. Now, after 66, you can earn whatever the heck you want? Right. Okay, great. Yes, All after right. your normal retirement age, okay. you can earn whatever you want and get your full benefits. Okay. Now, that is something that they're looking into as well. Why? Because if you're earning the money, they don't want you to be taking the Social Security. Well, that's... I'm just saying these are ways they're looking at to try to stupid. make the thing work. Number and 10. that defeats what we talked about with new careers and people who start other jobs. Well, and, exactly. You know, exactly. hey, you've earned it. You have earned it. Uh, all right, go ahead. Number 10, Social Security has gone digital. The U.S. Treasury's Department has moved away from sending out paper checks in favor of electronic payments. Social Security has set up an online portal called My Social Security. And I have to admit, it's a really good place. It's very efficient, very user-friendly. It does work. Number 11, Social Security is not just a retirement program. Well, we know that because you can also get benefits for children and for widows um, based on the uh, primary breadwinner's uh -huh. situation. So if they've been contributing and die before 65, kids get some money until they're 18 and spouses can start taking um, at 60. Number 12, most people get back more than they put in. I don't know about Gosh. that. That if you take your social security benefits and add them up to the day that you die, you get more than how much you've contributed over the years into oh, the system. Well, I bet I wouldn't know. I don't know about that, but, you know, that's the risk you take. So anyway, that's 12 of them. That's the story. Okay. Now you're much more informed on Social Security. <laughs> yes, and, and I think that it's good to know that because a lot of people are carrying around a lot of myths about it. They don't understand some things. And it's not, it's a very complicated system because every time you look at it there's something else that you didn't know about that you should have done uh -huh. and like i said to you i found out purely by happenstance a couple months ago that i could qualify for half of my husband's social security just because i was over the age of 65 uh -huh. so i could qualify for it and i get it i'd love it there you go it's a freebie there you go Okay, well, we are going to take a break. We have the lovely uh, uh, Dr. Barbara Plucknett up next. As I said, I'm leaving a little early, so we'll see you next week, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of the Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, 
Stitcher and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA OneSource Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA OneSource Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA OneSource Realty, always there for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Barbara Plugnett, MD of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. I've had the occasion to work with many women in my 25 years as a gynecologist. And while I enjoy that experience, I also specialize in helping women to have a better quality of life before, during, and after menopause. I believe it requires a personal touch. I get to know my patients, and I personally strive to make the normal process of menopause as easy as possible beyond resorting to traditional hormone replacement therapy. If you're a woman thinking this is only happening to me, know that you're not alone. If you have questions, concerns, need personalized attention, please come and talk with me. I'm here to help you. There's no need to suffer with menopausal symptoms. You can reach me at my office in Scranton via phone number 570-344-9997, or you can find us on the web at Dr. Barbara Plucknett, that's B-A-R-B-A-R-A-P-L-U-C-K-N-E-T-T dot com. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the uh, owner of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a company devoted to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And my cohort, Ms. Cadden, had to step out for the moment. So she will not be on this segment, at least I don't think she will, unless she joins us a little late. Our guest today, our guest expert is Dr. Barbara Plucknett, who is the owner of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. Welcome, Dr. Plucknett. Good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, great. Thanks. This crazy time of year. Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> when I start hearing Christmas carols before Thanksgiving, I get just nuts. But anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't allow them in my office. The girls aren't very happy with me, but I feel like we should wait until after the holiday to start those. So. I totally agree. We're rushing it a bit. 
But anyhow, what are we going to talk about this morning? So I thought this was a great time of year to talk about um, the possible use of vitamins and supplements to increase your energy, as most of us will be. Yes, most of us will be very crazy and, and in need of energy to get us through the, till the end of the year. So I thought we would talk about um, some different things that I thought might be helpful for people. Okay. And the first one, of course, on the list is vitamin B12. Um, B12 is something that people would associate with energy. Um, it is B12 is necessary for the formation of your red blood cells uh, formation, uh, red blood cells, and red blood cells carry your oxygen. So, of course, if you have more oxygen, you're going to be able to be more um, efficient in your activities and things of that sort. Um, So, most of us will get B12 regularly through our food and don't necessarily need um, a supplement. Um, You might have somebody check a B12 level for you to be sure that you are getting enough from your food. The foods that would be rich in B12 are, are beef, eggs, chicken, milk, yogurt, salmon. Um, There are people that, for instance, vegetarians or vegans um, who don't get meat or eggs um, may not have a high enough level of B12, and therefore they would certainly benefit from that. But that's a possibility. The other one that I really like, of course, is omega-3 fatty acids because it's just so valuable for many, many things, only one of which is providing extra energy. Um, We as uh, humans cannot make our own omega-3s, so we need to get them from our diet or we need to take them. Um, We need, you know, foods, we we always talk about our fatty fish, the nice salmon that we should be eating, or supplementation. Um, You know, I find it just as easy to supplement with my omega-3s and I aim for about 3,000 milligrams a day. Um, And it's thought that sometimes if we don't have enough omega-3s, the things that we might see would be fatigue, sluggishness, mood swings, and depression or sadness. Um, It also helps to minimize symptoms of ADHD in that respect. So omega-3s, we talk about them a lot for inflammation, but now we're going to talk about them for extra energy. So they would be a good addition to your diet any day. Another little energy. What are the other uh, fish? that have the high omega-3s that are not high in, what is the other thing we don't want? Not not magnesium. Mercury. Um, Mercury, thank you. I knew it was an M word. (laughs) So, you know, my my suggestion is to Google a list of mercury-containing fish um, so that Uh, you're not eating those things like swordfish. um, You know, those are things that we don't want to eat. So the salmon is best. It needs to be wild salmon. Remember that we never want a farm caught, a farm raised. Uh, we want wild caught. Um, the farm raised really don't have the omega threes in them, um, so that's not a good option for us. Um, the coenzyme Q10, something that's also known to help with energy, it actually helps the little cells in your body create their own energy. Um, coenzyme Q10 is something that just about everybody should have. We talk about it a lot for people that are on statin medications because blood um, cholesterol lowering statin medications will also deplete your cells of CoQ10. Um, and that dosing range can be anywhere from 100 to 300 milligrams. And you can find coenzyme Q10 in nuts, fish, and meat. Again, um, you have to be careful with your vegetarians or vegans if they're not consuming um, nuts. Most people will consume nuts, but some people don't consume fish or meat. 
I think another thing uh, people would notice um, for another supplement might be iron. Um, you know, people that are iron deficient for whatever reason that may be. Women, of course, when they're having heavy menstrual cycles, but um, for anybody that's iron deficient, they always describe being very sluggish and not having good energy. And that's because the iron um, can be a leading cause of anemia or a low blood count. Again, we mentioned that red blood cells carry our oxygen. And if we don't have enough red blood cells with the anemia um, or their deficient cells, then we don't carry enough oxygen. So iron, again, I like iron from foods. We always think about, um, you know, meat, green leafy vegetables. I like to include prunes, seafood, things of that sort are helpful for trying to increase one's iron. Um, I do a lot of iron supplementation. You wanna be certain that you get a supplement that does not cause constipation as a lot of those supplements may have GI effects. And so we wanna make sure that we're picking our sources wisely. There's a couple of, um, so those were the more commonly um, known things that would cause um, would help with energy uh, that caused uh, the sluggishness. Now there's a, a couple here that I want to talk about that may not be, they may not come to the forefront of your mind when you're thinking about supplements that you might help for energy. One of which would be ashwagandha. Now ashwagandha is a Chinese herb that helps with your cortisol. It's considered that category called adaptogens, adapting to the circumstance. Ashwagandha is Indian ginseng and it helps the body uh, respond to stress. And so if it's responding better to stress, um, then we are reducing fatigue and things of that sort. And so the tiredness is coming from a different source. It's not from a red blood cell or an oxygen or a nutrient, but it's coming from an overall feeling of fatigue related to stress. And another one of the adaptogenic herbs is rhodiola, rhodiola rosacea. Um, it's an herb um, that is also known to minimize the effects of stress. See, a lot of times you'll see rhodiola and ashwagandha combined in herbal support for cortisol because the stress can really weigh us down. And at this time of the year, um, that becomes very important that we try to minimize our stress, but maybe help with uh, tolerating the stress by using these herbs. Another product that is on the market is beetroot powder, beets. I love to eat beets, they're very good for us. And why do we like beets? Well, they're antioxidant in their nature and they increase something called nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is something that helps with blood flow. It, it causes more of a dilation of the blood vessels, allows for better blood flow, and it helps get more blood flow to the brain and liver so it helps with what they call cerebral or brain energy and it helps get your liver cleaned out so it will fight the fat in your liver so you become much more efficient um, in how you do things so beetroot powder is one source but eating beets is another source um, and this has become more of a popular thing in the last couple of years and lastly um, we've heard about creatine not creatinine, but creatine, which a lot of the, the bodybuilders will use to help make muscle. Um, and so this isn't to, to really bulk you up as a bodybuilder, but this is to help your muscle cells produce energy so that you can continue to have um, an increased production of what's called ATP, the body's energy source. So even in small doses, not bodybuilder doses, but two to, two to 10 grams daily, um, has been helpful to increase the energy production from your muscle cells. And you can find creatine normally in foods, again, 
red meat, fish, chicken and pork, a lot of meat products here. Um, so if you were not, if you're vegetarian or vegan, you would want to consider supplementation. And so I, I found that, you know, I think that a lot of these supplements are pretty commonplace for the initial four or five. Um, we have talked about, you know, the, certainly the adaptogenic herbs and things of that sort, uh, but these are not um, terrible to add to your protein or your program on a daily basis. Uh, certainly, I like to, to work with foods. I think that having a well-balanced diet, being sure that you're getting in these extra foods that can provide you with the nutrients um, will also help keep your energy supplies where they need to be to get you through the holidays. Now, isn't that uh, just, you just mentioned what I was going to ask. You said that uh, it should be fairly easy to get a lot of these into your diet. And it's always preferable to eat the foods that contain this rather than the supplements. Correct, so, except for the uh, adaptogenic herbs. They're hard to eat. Those you really have yeah. to find uh, in capsule form. But for the rest of these things, you know, if you are meat-eating folks, um, which that's fine. Nobody has a problem with meat. Um, some people choose to be vegetarian or vegan, and that's fine. Um, but a lot of these things are coming from the fishes and the beef, um, the chicken. And then if you can supplement things with eggs or nuts for other protein sources, um, there's vegetables for the iron perspective. But I think trying to eat a clean, healthy diet the majority of the time will uh, far suffice when it comes to helping your body stay in shape and have enough energy um, on a daily basis. Okay, so now we're getting into the holiday season where we have all kinds of parties that have things to nosh on on a regular basis. And many of these things are not the best for you. In the sense, they're high fat content, high salt. And if you mix all that up with alcohol, um, you're, it's a pretty potent cocktail for not being healthy during the season. So right. are there things, I mean, I, and when you said originally you talked about lack of energy or loss of energy, I should say, during the season, I think a lot of that loss of energy, too, comes from the fact that we do go to all these parties and we eat these things and drink what we're, what we're drinking, a lot of wine and other stuff, and then the, the natural um, expectation from your body is slows down because it's sluggish with all the heavy foods and the alcohol. Correct. So there are some there are some things that I've heard people say in the past of ways to uh, kind of prep yourself during the day if you're going to go out that evening and you know that those I don't want to call them bad foods because there's no bad food but those foods uh, will probably be on the menu. Right. Do you? What are those? Yeah. So I think that you you need to number one have no guilt when you go out and and misbehave with a bad thing. So number one, have no guilt. But number two, realize that you need to eat healthy the rest of the time. So if you're, you know, you have an event to go to tonight, don't fast all day in preparation for your event. You'll be ravenous. You'll eat all the bad foods. What I would Mm -hmm. recommend is eating properly throughout the day, making sure you have a very decent lunch. 
so that you're not starving when you get to your event. And then trying to dilute things with water, um, you know, increasing your water intake, even if you're having a glass of wine, swap it out with a glass of water. Um, that's also going to fill you up so that you tend not to eat as much. Um, so, you know, ideally you just need to be smart about your choices at this time of year aiming for as many vegetables as you can find. You know, there's always a, a vegetable something that, you, that can be found. You don't have to have a, a deep fried something something on a tray with a big sauce to dip it in. Um, if you want to have one of those, that's fine. But the idea is that's not what's going to make up your plate and you're still going to find something else that you could say might have some nutritional value in it. Um, and then tomorrow is back to being your, your better healthy self. So, you know, it's all about mindset. Um, you know, allow yourself to go out and have a good time and, and enjoy your company and your food and things of that sort. But the majority of the time, try to stick with the healthy eating plan um, and don't have guilt if you haven't done so. Okay, thanks. How can people get in touch with you? So our office is located across from Regional Hospital, across from the main entrance. The um, phone number at our office is 570-344-9997. And, of course, you can find us online at Dr. Barbara Plucknett, P-L-U-C-K-N-E-T-T dot com. Okay. And as Laurie would say, if she was here, please have a great weekend. Um, be careful and be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.